Hey everyone, I'm Dave Coriel. And I'm Josh Good. And you're listening to the Unleash the Hive podcast brought to you by Christian Endeavor. At CE, we dive deep into intentional next-gen discipleship and explore what it means to thrive in the midst of chaos. In every episode, we consider how to help young people live, love, and lead in a broken, chaotic, and distraction-filled world. And we do all of this in seven minutes or less. Welcome, everyone, and we're back with Sandy Robinson, Director of Disabilities Ministries at Calvary Church in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We want to talk about equipping young people to just be in ministry with, be in relationship with people with disabilities that could be part of their youth group, could be part of a small group. I think the most effective thing I've seen personally in the church that I work in has been including kids at the earliest age possible with their peers. Uh, We have just seen really great results from kids who have started at age three in the group with kids with disabilities and moving on up. And by the time they get to youth, where the peer pressure is so strong to kind of be the same and be cool or whatever the vernacular is these days. They've already developed a relationship with these students. And so they know them as people. And so the inclusion is so much more natural. We've seen that really help. And in fact, we have a really interesting example of a student who told me about his friend who they're now in high school together, One student is on the autism spectrum. One student does not have an identified disability and they're friends. And when they were three years old together, the student without the disability really remembers this other student throwing blocks at them and not liking them. And and that's where they started at three years old. But over time with adult intervention, they formed a relationship that has taken them all the way to high school. And so now this young man's a real supporter of his friend. And if his other friends don't understand why this student has certain behaviors or certain actions, he's able to defend him and bring his friends along and help this student have a group. So that's something that I think has worked for us. To start as early as you can. That's right, that's right. But of course that's that's not always possible, right? You have, you have a youth group and a new student comes in in high school and nobody knows them. I think the second thing I really try to encourage people is that the adults in the environment need to be the model for the students. Model what that looks like to love that student, to include them authentically, to speak value for that person. Authentically means that you gener- genuinely have to see the value of that student in your group. Sadly, if you're irritated or you don't want them in your group, that's going to come across. And so, you know, search your heart and help uh, pray and ask God to help you to have that authentic heart for that student so that you can model it for the other young people in your group. And, And, you know, there's a way too, Dave, to prep students and to talk to students about it. I'm I'm certainly not opposed to that. I've, you know, if we know there's a student that's coming into a group that's going to have some challenging behavior that's on the autism spectrum and the the parents, we always ask the parents permission, we ask the students permission if it's appropriate, 
to come into the group ahead of time and talk about autism and talk about what they could expect and ways that they can include this friend that's coming into the group. We do that. And we've seen that be successful too. Just being able to provide that perspective. I mean, that answers so many questions for people, I think, when they're in situations. I, I want to believe that, uh, you know, there's this good in inside of people and they just, they so genuinely, they want to love on people. They, mm-hmm. they want to say the right thing. They want to do the right thing. But so often we're just paralyzed because we don't know what to think. We don't know what to do. And, and it, it just becomes a challenge. And, you know, I'll just put a little cautionary note in, and maybe this is a little off topic, but when you talk about, uh, you know, we all as believers, and I think that that's true, we want to include, we want to make sure that they feel loved and accepted, but understand that if a student with a disability has behavior that's unacceptable or socially unacceptable or those kinds of things, we have to be careful with not allowing that to continue to be able to lovingly help them to grow in that. Because sometimes we excuse students' behaviors away because they have a disability, but it does such a disservice to them. Instead, we want to to draw them into growing and maturing who they are as a person and a believer in Jesus. I just wanted to throw that in there because I think sometimes we may say, oh, well, I don't want to say anything because I'm afraid I'll hurt their feelings. And But then that maybe socially inappropriate behavior continues. And we have such a, a way into their hearts and into their lives that we can speak into that for them and really help them to grow. Well, this really speaks into one of the things you've you've explained to us previously that uh, we need that relationship. Absolutely. And if we have that authentic relationship, we have then built a platform where we can bring some specific direction when someone is is acting out of line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I love that you provided that insight. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith, and check us out on social media at ceworksfaith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory. Glory.